Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. The 11th Article of Faith declares, We claim the privilege of worshiping Almighty God according to the dictates of our own conscience, and allow all men the same privilege. Let them worship how, where, or what they may. On this subject, Elder Robert D. Hales taught, There are four cornerstones of religious freedom that we as Latter-day Saints must rely upon and protect. The first is freedom to believe. No one should be criticized, persecuted, or attacked by individuals or governments either for what he or she believes about God. The second cornerstone of religious liberty is the freedom to share our faith and our beliefs with others. As parents, full-time missionaries, and member missionaries, we rely on religious freedom in order to teach the Lord's doctrine in our families and throughout the world. The third cornerstone of religious liberty is the freedom to form a religious organization, a church, to worship peacefully with others. The fourth cornerstone of religious liberty is the freedom to live our faith, free exercise of faith not just in the home and chapel, but also in public places. If we expect to maintain this freedom, we must defend it, both for the religion we practice and for those of others. We are likely to disagree with others on certain doctrines and policies, but we should never be disagreeable or seek to silence the genuine beliefs of others. When they share their beliefs, we should listen with respect. I spent the first ten years of my life in an area with a variety of faiths, but most of my religious neighbors were either Lutheran or Catholic. I attended a Christian preschool where we all sang songs about Jesus, regardless of which church we attended on Sunday. I remember attending infant baptisms with friends of these other faiths, and I remember them attending our baptisms by immersion at age eight. I shared my faith with my Lutheran friends and even attended a Lutheran Bible camp one summer with a friend. Our congregation hosted a local chapter of the Boy Scouts of America, so some of our friends from other faiths participated with the boys in our congregation. I was always taught that as a dinner guest, I should follow whatever pattern of prayer the hosts practiced. If the hosts folded their arms to pray, I did the same. If they held hands around the table, I was taught to join in. And when they say amen, I would do the same. This is one way that we can show respect for the beliefs of others. At Christmas time, I admired the faith-building traditions of these other religions, like how my Lutheran friends would light a candle each Sunday of Advent. I still enjoy visiting local Catholic cathedrals and hearing their beautiful Christmas carol performances, and a few years ago, I helped one friend decorate her Catholic church for the season. 
I am grateful for the exposure I've had to other religious beliefs and practices, and I am always eager to hear and learn more. This does not diminish my belief in my own faith, but rather reminds me that others love the Lord and His Word in the Scriptures, even if their beliefs have some differences from my own. We learn in section 134 of the Doctrine and Covenants, We believe that religion is instituted of God, and that men are amenable to Him, and to Him only, for the exercise of it, unless their religious opinions prompt them to infringe upon the rights and liberties of others. But we do not believe that human law has a right to interfere in prescribing rules of worship, to bind the consciences of men, nor dictate forms for public or private devotion, that the civil magistrate should restrain crime, but never control conscience, should punish guilt, but never suppress the freedom of the soul. We believe that rulers, states, and governments have a right and are bound to enact laws for the protection of all citizens in the free exercise of their religious belief, but we do not believe that they have a right in justice to deprive citizens of this privilege or prescribe them in their opinions, so long as a regard and reverence are shown to the laws and such religious opinions do not justify sedition nor conspiracy. We do not believe it just to mingle religious influence with civil government, whereby one religious society is fostered and another prescribed in its spiritual privileges, and the individual rights of its members, as citizens, denied. As we participate in political processes in our own countries, we should support religious freedom for all faiths. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <music>